Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. My friend says I need to get in on NFT. Is that some sort of sports ball league? Sounds like a scam or really, really bad DRM. Why are so many people into it? Are you confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about non-fungible tokens, a.k.a. NFTs. NFT stands for non-fungible token. It can represent any digital item from a work of art or video or even a tweet, but it actually is just a unit of data stored on a digital ledger called a blockchain. Now, we never require a prerequisite for an episode of Know a Little More, but if you have listened to our episode about blockchains, you will understand some of this a little faster. For those who don't already know, though, a blockchain is a system for recording digital information in a way that makes it very difficult to alter or fake. And it does this by using some cryptography combined with a distributed network. So it's hard to crack and even if you did, changing it in one place doesn't change it in all, and the oddities get tossed out. A good example of that's uh, Wikipedia. People used to worry that Wikipedia would be inaccurate or defaced, but we've seen that with enough eyes on the content, Wikipedia is about as accurate as a centralized encyclopedia, and defacements don't last long at all. But Wikipedia has a central server. Blockchains don't. That makes blockchains harder to alter. But we're here to talk about NFTs. The reason I went through all that blockchain stuff is you need to understand that the blockchain, while digital, is very difficult to change. Otherwise, NFTs make no sense at all. Because in addition to certifying a digital asset as unique, the central value of an NFT is that it can be used to create a permanent record of who owns a digital thing, most famously digital art. It's important to understand that the NFT is not the thing. The thing may or may not be included somehow in the token, but the important part of an NFT is the record. When you buy an NFT, there is a permanent recording on a blockchain that you bought it and nobody else. As we mentioned, NFT stands for non-fungible token. All right, so let's go through that. What does fungible mean? Fungible means interchangeable. It's something that is easily replaced by another identical item. It's usually used in economic terms, and money is the common example. A five-euro note is identical to every other five-euro note, and you can exchange one for the other, and still everybody's got five euros. Uh, stock is another one. One share of stock in U.S. steel is identical to another. Non-fungible items are things like your house. 
Now, you might get lucky and find a house that's valued the same as yours, but they're not identical. You can't just take one house and automatically swap it for any other. So that's the non-fungible part. What about the T in NFT? A token in cryptocurrency terms is usually a fungible unit like money. Each token is meant to be the same value as every other token. The value of one token may change in a day, but each token will change value along with every other token. One Bitcoin is always equal to one other Bitcoin, whether that Bitcoin's worth $5 or a million. Same for Ethereum, Dogecoin, and all the others. So you probably see where this is going. The non-fungible token is designed to be exchanged on a blockchain, like any other crypto token, but it's not fungible. Each token is unique and can be valued independently from every other non-fungible token. Okay, so I'll give you a minute to wrap your head around that. You have a digital token recorded on the internet in a blockchain as belonging to someone, but unlike most tokens, each token is not worth the same as any other. When I transfer that token, I will want to get compensated for it. That's the original concept of NFT. Now let's get on to what it's actually used for. The first NFT ever, uh, at least everybody seems to agree, was Quantum. It was made by Anil Dash and Kevin McCoy. They created it in 2014. At the time, they called it monetized graphics. Anil Dash kind of laughs at that uh, idea now. It was a joke at the time. The idea was then used for digital trading cards, things like that. In 2017, Larva Labs released tradable cartoon characters called CryptoPunks on the Ethereum blockchain. And that paved the way for CryptoKitties, which launched on Ethereum in 2017 and became the first big NFT viral hit. It involved adopting and trading virtual cats because the internet is built of cats. Nike got on board in 2019 selling NFTs to verify the authenticity of actual pairs of shoes. And in 2020, Dapper Labs, the folks who had brought us CryptoKitties, released NBA Top Shot collectible NBA highlights, like you could own a slam dunk on the Flow blockchain. Next thing you know, it's March 2021, and Beeple is selling an NFT called Every Days, the first 5,000 days, for $69.3 million through the venerable Christie's Auction House, founded 1766. So NFTs were conceived with lots of uses, but they have become most popular for digital collectibles. I go on an NFT platform like OpenSea, Rarible, Grimes, or one like that, and I post my digital item for sale. Or I go there and I buy them. Let's say I go to OpenSea and I make an NFT of the first photo I ever posted to Flickr. A sandwich, of course. I can set a price or run an auction, but the idea is that whoever buys it can point at the blockchain and prove that they bought the rights to claim ownership over my first Flickr image, and OpenSea will make that easy to point to. Now, I may include the actual image of the sandwich in the blockchain record, or as is common, just a link to the image. But that part doesn't matter as much as the record, which says, you paid me on this date for a token that says you own the image of my sandwich. Multiple blockchains, including Flow, Tezos, support NFTs, but most NFTs are recorded on the Ethereum blockchain. And you'll get arguments about, well, Flow is more efficient, but that's just the way it is right now. Ethereum calls them contracts, and they can include just the ownership or other stipulations and benefits. It's important to note that the token itself is not a legal instrument. 
Laws may yet catch up with that, but right now, the validity of the claim in an NFT rests on the perceived validity of the seller and the platform and any stipulations added to the contract included in the token. That contract does not have to confer any rights. Simply owning the NFT of my first Flickr sandwich does not give you a copyright on that image unless I included it in the contract. Now, art sellers will commonly include some basic rights, like you get to set it as your profile picture, but rarely do you get the actual copyright. So a few caveats are in place for all you emptors out there. Technologically speaking, anyone can go on any platform with any infinitely copyable digital item and sell it. So you could all try to sell my Flickr sandwich. And nothing is stopping me, technologically speaking, from selling my Flickr sandwich to other people on other platforms or even on the same platform. So you need to choose the platform you buy and sell on carefully. Most platforms work to provide verification of sellers and combat unauthorized duplicate sales. Sometimes people do duplicate sales on purpose, but they try to combat people from saying it's exclusive and then it not being exclusive. But the buyer is taking a risk when buying an NFT. It's not likely that Jack Dorsey will go sell his first tweet multiple times. He'd get exposed and ridiculed if he tried that. But lesser known sellers may try and have. You need to make sure the platform has done its due diligence and... You should make sure yourself that you're buying from the actual artist, and that artist is trustworthy. I've bought from Len Peralta because I trust Len. And that said, most NFTs are legitimate and not fraudulent. Also, you're often buying NFTs with cryptocurrencies. Uh, If you buy on OpenSea, you're probably buying with the Ethercoin, ETH, the, the coin that runs on the Ethereum blockchain. That means it's not always as straightforward as putting in your credit card info and buying something on, say, Amazon. You'll need to have a cryptocurrency wallet and transfer the currencies to the platform. That's true for the sellers who want to cash out, too. And cryptocurrencies take a percentage of the transaction every time you make a transfer. With Ethereum coins, this is called gas. It's used to compensate all the machines out there, verifying the transactions on the blockchain. So you would always end up paying a little more than the cost listed if you're paying in cryptocurrency, and you may get a little less as a seller. A lot of people are also worried about how much electricity is used by all those machines processing all these NFTs and what kind of environmental impact that could have. So there are downsides. Why buy one? This is where it becomes less fact-based. The fact is lots of people are buying them and reselling them. My take is it's the same thing that causes people to buy any collectible. You want to show it off. I've described it as bragging rights, and I think it is often, but it's also that satisfaction you get from being the owner of a thing. Even if the thing is infinitely copyable, you get to show a special relationship to it that others don't. This is similar to buying a low-numbered collectible. The Jaina Solo figurine you have is identical to every other one made, but if yours is numbered 1 out of 10,000, you may take a little special pride in that. If all you cared about was having the figurine, you wouldn't care about the number. That's what I think is going on with NFTs. In many ways, it's the concentrated form of numbered collectibles. But whatever it is, there is also a speculative element to it, because there are also people who just want to buy and resell them for more than they bought them for. So how much is actual desire to own an NFT 
And how much is financial speculators remains to be seen. You can make your best guess, but nobody yet really knows. And there are sometimes other reasons to buy an NFT. Since a token's contracts can include more than just the recording of the transaction, as I mentioned before, sellers can attach other benefits. For example, Kings of Leon sold an album as an NFT. There were a limited number of copies of the album sold as NFTs, so some of the value was being one of the few to own the NFT version of the album. But in this case, it wasn't just about exclusivity. The band took advantage of how token contracts work. One token was the album package with some exclusive content, and you got shipped the vinyl. That was 50 bucks. Six tokens included exclusive audiovisual art. You paid more depending on the art. But there were also 18 golden tickets that had exclusive art and four front row seats for life to Kings of Leon concerts, a personal driver, and concierge service, and backstage access at their shows. And... Because of the nature of token contracts, Kings of Leon included a term that gave them the right to require that some of the money from any future resales of tokens would go to a charity that helps out-of-work touring professionals. And maximum prices for resale can also be set to deter scalping. But if you don't get special perks like that, and most NFTs don't offer them, what do people do with their NFTs once they have them? Some platforms also include a gallery that you can let people quote-unquote visit to see your acquisitions. But remember that such galleries are under that platform's control. If the platform goes out of business, that gallery may disappear. The NFT would still exist on the blockchain, but you'd have to work to show it off yourself. And if the NFT only included a link to the item, that link might not lead to anything anymore. In fact, some platforms use that as a way to deter fraud. The NFTs all link to gallery images, and platforms can pull the image from the link if they determine the seller was fraudulent. Now, the blockchain record may be forever, but your token can still be stolen without altering the blockchain. So beware. For example, someone could get your OpenSea account and transfer your tokens to themselves. So standard security practices, as always, apply. In the end, just like paper money, NFTs are worth as much as we all agree they are. I hope this helps you understand the shared hallucination that is a non-fungible token. In other words, I hope you know a little more about NFTs. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.